Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, MyStore.com. And when I tried my coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I spent the last four months doing my due diligence, and this family-owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever going to have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery, or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. walk into this room at your own risk because it leads to the future not a future that will be but one that might be this is not a new world it is simply an extension of what began in the old one it has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time it has refinements technological advances and a more sophisticated approach the destruction of human freedom. But like every one of the super states that preceded it, it has one iron rule. Logic is an enemy and truth is a menace. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for mankind in the Twilight Zone.
blow that open. I do. I hope you guys do too. Uh, we love it. We were admiring it. And then I was reminiscing. Uh, do not let him walk away right now. Uh, do not let him walk away. I will suffer the consequences of him walking away right now. All right. Everybody give uh, uh, our morning uh, board operator, Sean, a big, big round of applause, everybody. Big round of applause. But we need to, like, have those electrodes and shock him if he walks away uh, without your camera set, right? All right? Because he's, he's going to go to the, uh, he's done with the morning shift. Um, all right, this is what I have to say, um, is that I was at the L.A. County Fair uh, one time, you know, a big fair out there in L.A. County. And uh, this one guy walks up to me. And he had a yellow sign. And it said, this is a good sign. <laughs> he was selling those. And he was like uh, Borat. You know, he was like a Borat type character, right? Uh, and, it's, and just the way he walked up to me and he said, this. And you know the san sandwich boards? Uh, you know, the old people that stood on the street corner back in the... You know, uh, back in the day when everything was black and white, when we used to live in black and white, you guys remember that, remember? Yeah. Everything was black and white. That's funny. Um, yeah, he points no, to the no, sign. No. He points to the sign. I wanted to put Deb on screen right now, but we can't because something happens with John Brennan and our computers when we're gone overnight that just really annoys us. Um, so he points to the sign. He said, this is a good sign. This is a good sign. It was, it just cracked me up. Um, so ladies and gentlemen, as we uh, came into Market Ultra, all right, we had a great discussion. I suggest you go back and do that. It's exclusively on LFA TV. And I announced a couple of things. Uh, and I'm going to do so right out of the gates on this Friday, February 16th. Welcome to the Pete Santilli Show. Next week, we will be um, and you guys won't notice any difference. We'll come into the show, but it's just going to be branded differently. Um, Patriot radio. Um, I, th I think, um, you know, I was the first one originally, uh, to work with Brandon house on developing the radio, the Patriot radio. It's going to be awesome. Uh, so we will kick that off and you'll come from market ultra into our new Patriot radio show, which will, you know, essentially the Pete Santilli show simulcast on Patriot Radio. Um, that's exciting news. We'll be expanding uh, our reach in, in many, many, many big ways. Um, that's happening. Uh, next week, we will do the equivalent through this weekend because of work that's been done by a lot of great patriots, including coming out of Save America Marathon. Um, a whole bunch of patriots have come together to prepare for what we're going to do next week. And it's going to be the equivalent of the house in the tornado and the Wizard of Oz circling around in black and white and then landing, all right? And Dorothy's, you know, she's laying in bed and she stands up and she walks to the door. She opens the door and it's full Technicolor. It's going to happen through this weekend. And next week, 
We're going to be focused on getting healthy in mind, body, and spirit for the war that we're in. We're going to be focused on the health freedom issues as a result of COVID and this transition away from the medical industrial complex and, and COVID tyranny and the lockdowns and the climate change crap and all that stuff. Uh, and then we're going to be shoring up our First Amendment on Patriot TV, stunning the deep state, literally stunning it. But two things happened here in the past week, Patriot TV. And secondly, President Trump was just approved by the SEC with DWAC uh, as a special acquisition corporation to affect the public offering of DWAC or Truth Social and President Trump's media and social media operation. He's oh. now, President Trump is essentially now a multi-billionaire, multi-billionaire. They already have it all worked out. Um, the valuation as they go to market, when they go to market, as per the SEC's approval, um, it's going to be so huge that they had to make an agreement that the initial people, President Trump included, right, would not sell off their stocks within the first six months. Okay. Meaning their stock, I mean, he's, it, on paper, he's going to be worth a bazillion. And they had to promise that they wouldn't just take the money and run in the first six months. So uh, that should tell you how valuable this deal is. And do we have now ready to go? All right. With the pushing of this button. Um, We're going to find out. In the out. name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy <laughs> Spirit, Sean will be relieved of duty if everything goes well. Go. Go. Now the baton's been turned over. There she is. Hi. The ravishing and lovely. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you have legal problems, dial 1-800-MY-FANNY. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so. No, was, we're not going to. I don't want to spin off on Fanny. Oh, we have to. It's big news. What did I say about 9 She's going back. Did I say about 9 yeah, Yes. There you go. You're right on time. Yeah. She's going back on the stand today, so it is vitally important that we cover Fanny. I, I have the feed right Fanny's now. Fanny's Fanny. And it's going to be very, very difficult for me to not switch the button when they start grilling her when she walks up on the stand. I know, but I, mm -hmm. Karen, I don't know if you caught it, but I put a video from her yesterday walking to the stand mm. when she was getting on the stand. It's so controversial. Yes. Okay, yeah, because it's in there, peep. You'll see it. it Fanny, 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 Fanny walks. All right, walks we we stand. we we have to go to this. We have to go to this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, here for we are not here in divorce court proceedings. No, we are it's here coming to see right if she now. will be disqualified so, as the head of let, the prosecution team and get, her entire get a feel for team, here she's about, about to make her appearance. And removed by, no, 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 no. And removed I mean, by outside agency based there's on one that I put in there. Now, yes, you, yet to I understand that. You said that twice. Yes. About. <laughs> I have Nick Valencia yes. here with me now. We've Check been talking about this a great deal. There's a reason I want you to play this. She appeared. She was confrontational. She was also persuasive. And she undermined Barrett's oh, ability to say that she listen somehow had that through line. Now, that might be part of why she's not here today. But who is next 
could actually be helpful to those who want to disqualify her. That's right, and those that have spoken to around her say that she was rightfully indignant yesterday. She is defiant. And Bonnie Willis, it really wasn't. Is she going up on the stand or she? No, it sounds like she's not going to do it. Come in as hot as she is. This is live. She had to be calmed down, according to those that we've spoken to during that break. Uh, But it wasn't a surprise necessarily to see her stand her ground. Bonnie Willis is a strong, independent woman. She showcased that yesterday. She is a formidable force, and she is all about respect. Talking to those around her, she is not going to be one of these people that thinks that somebody's going to go she up, up to defend the her own name. She wants to She's do that. She's got on the same dress she had on yesterday. She saw, we saw her call Ashley Merchant a liar. Watch. She's Look, insulted that, no, this was from yesterday. Of these allegations. She okay. feels that it is a gossip. Check I mean, out the back gossip, of her dress. Creating a circus <laughs> really? and a spectacle. Oh, and my gosh. What was on track for Check out her rear end. Okay. No matter what they say, they cannot fix what happened yesterday to around her say i don't even know why we're listening to this because she okay this is this is a big deal people were saying that she had her dress on backwards no this is this was the design (coughs) of the dress it zips up the front and zips up the back and it was it was funny but i but i gotta tell you as i was watching her walk up to the stand check out her rear end it looks like she has a dirty diaper on underneath that dress. Really? The the back of her dress looks like the front of Michelle Obama's dress, right? <laughs> you know, the big lump in the front. Mm-hmm. It is the most insane thing ever. Okay. I, I was like, why didn't somebody tell her? I don't know why she didn't use under that dress something, but <laughs> LOL, Deb, I know, right? It is so true. I was, and then she sits down and she slumps in 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 her chair, and they're calling her a strong, independent woman. It really wasn't a surprise to see her. Chuck Todd uh, said yesterday that he sees no reason why there should be a camera in the courtroom. That audio would have been would have been just audio would have been better. Do you know why? Because they didn't want her body language to be seen by the regular um, American citizen who's watching this. They, her body language said that she is a see you next Tuesday, yeah, right? She's, and, she's living proof, all right, of why you don't give like a, a homeless welfare person a credit card. You know what I mean? I mean, look at, look, she... She slumps in the chair and her appearance is just terrible. It is awful. She's defiant. Um, everything that they say Trump is when he gets on the stand is what she is, right? Disrespectful. She keeps she keeps uh, telling the attorneys, you're not going to do me that way. I'm blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And and I don't know why one of the tur- the attorneys didn't remind her that she all right what's up with is, the back of her dress tell me about the back of okay her dress. all right you have to show it now watch it and there's this big lump right in the middle of her ass <laughs> i don't even know how else to say it and it and it's this big lump there and it's like it looks like she's gone you know how kids you can always go oh when you when you watch your kid, you can say, "Oh my goodness, 
uh, you know. Okay. Hold on a second. You pooped in Deb, your diaper. Deb. Or Deb, he, did, did, did you know that uh, you have a delivery? I do. Well, I can go do that if you want me to. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so she's got this big lump in the back of her, in the back of her, uh, dress. Right. And it's, it is so disgusting. I can't even believe that somebody didn't tell her. I know I shouldn't be going on about this, but for a woman who is supposed to be independent and, you know, all of these things, she, from the very beginning, she was just, it was horrible. I mean, it was just terrible. So she's super defiant. She keeps telling the attorneys how it's going to be. The judge doesn't stop her in any other, in any other trial. I I've got to tell you the the defendant would have been stopped dead in their tracks and reprimanded by the judge for having the attitude that she had right? pulled, pulled off the stand. Yeah. I mean, if, if, the, if that would have been a Trump defendant or a J six defendant, can you imagine a J six defendant getting on the stand and talking like that? They would throw them under the jail. All right. She, she got away with it though, Pete. Um, now you've got people on CNN and all these liberals saying what a fantastic job she did. And she's a strong independent woman and she's going to tell them like it is. And she's not going to let them, you know, run rough shot over her. I've heard all kinds of things. And then you got Chuck Todd coming out saying, well, maybe they should just, you know, be, maybe it should just be audio only, you know, because it made her look terrible. Any person watching that and watching that spectacle. Oh, Chuck Todd called it a soap opera, right? Any, but any person watching that is going to say, oh man, I don't care. I don't care. What is that? What is what? Getting messages in the middle of everything else. So the, any other person who would have done that would have been, you're right, Pete, they would have been told to get off the stand without a doubt, without a doubt. Yes. Guess what? What? Uh, I have it. So you calling audibles 30 seconds before we come on air is just mind boggling, but that's okay. Um, Fonny, Fonny, what do they call her? Fonny? Yeah, that's her. That's Why do they her call name. her Fonny? That's her name. It is? Yeah. That's kind of silly, isn't it? <laughs> uh, 1 800 My Fanny. And that's what we're talking about, her Fanny, correct? Um, let's see. Fanny Willis taking the stand, 3945. And there we go. We have it. And I'm going to blow it up. Here we go. You ready? Mm -hmm. Am I going to play this? <clears throat> it's just her uh, walking to the stand. I yeah. thought, you know, I'm going to be. I want to see what she's got going on here. All right. Mm -hmm. Does she have a lump in her pants? Yeah. Did you say that? Oh, look at that. Oh, you know what my dog, you know what that reminds me of? What? 
when she was like three or four. Yeah. Uh, my daughter, I, I'm not going to say her name. I don't want anyone to know. Yeah. My beautiful daughter's names because they'll end up on 4chan. But she used to stand there and it's, it's a beautiful little girl. And she'd go, and she'd do this. It'd be, she, and we had this entertainment center. And she'd go behind there. I'm like, hey, what are you, what are you doing over there? And she goes, I didn't go poopy. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't ask you that. Uh, uh, but uh, since you volunteer the information, what are you doing back there? I didn't go poopy. Uh -huh. I didn't go poopy. Yeah. She, she would have her diaper on uh -huh. and she'd go hide off in the corner and take a dump. And, and I'm like, why don't you just tell me I can actually have you instead of pooping in your pants? <laughs> Rico just said Kotex. It, in junior high school, remember the girls who would walk around with the tight pants on and what is that <laughs> what is that you'd be like uh, what is that what is that right there huh i mean see that i was like what is that i was like oh my gosh why didn't someone tell her but today um today her father's taking the stand his last name is floyd by the way so yeah. uh that would be her official maiden name i suppose yeah. Um, but I have to tell her father was in the top ranks of the black Panthers. Did you know that? Probably. Yep. I know he was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're learning all kinds of stuff about her. Either that or, you know, she's wearing depends in this, right? She's wearing depends and they got a little too wet and got a little lumpy. You know what? It looks like a kid just had on their swimmies. Um, in the pool, you know what, you know how those look when the kids get out of the pool with their swimmies on. Oh man. That is hilarious. That Isn't is it? absolutely hilarious. Yep. Thank you for, uh, you're you for sharing that. Huh? Yeah, you're welcome. I just thought it would be fun to talk about her. It is. Um, let's see the other ones that we have. Uh, she looks like she shit herself. Yeah, I'm afraid so. Yeah. Mm. So anyway. 43. So her All father's right. taking the stand today. We can look forward to that. Uh, uh, from what we're hearing on CNN, she's not there today. She's not going to be taking the stand. Uh, somebody had suggested to her attorneys not to let her take the stand that what she did yesterday was good enough. And not give the uh, the uh, attorneys the chance to grill her more and embarrass her more. I mean, the left is going all out for this woman, uh, you know, wrapping a cocoon around her and going to her defense. And her, I mean, she admitted she she said she got all kinds. She got a bunch of money from her campaign and she kept some of the cash. Put it in her safe. She keeps anywhere from $1,000 to $15,000 in cash in her home, which is like something pretty stupid to admit on national t television, especially when you live in Atlanta, you know? Um, and she just admitted all kinds of stuff. And, and that is the problem here. It's not, you know, we're not, where she's not going on trial uh, for our 
eventually going on trial, maybe going on trial for the way she dresses. Pete, she's going on, she's being questioned because of campaign fraud, financial fraud, the, misuse um, of funds. Okay. Let, listen, listen to this, okay? Um. Take the belief trip, for example, since you started there. That was a birthday gift to me, so I paid nothing for that trip. Zero. Okay. So the, the charges that are on your card, she gave you cash for? She did. Okay. So all of the charges... Excuse me, Your Honor, the witness has finished answering the question. Oh, did you have more? I did. Okay. Um, I, I wanted to get into the, the charges on the, the car because so you know what can I, can I say her. something yeah. can I say something I mean yeah. in this context before I make any comment everybody needs to know mm -hmm. that we used to pick on my grandmother all right uh she was Italian Antonietta Pascasio she's the most beautiful human being I've ever known I mean at the top of the food chain for me right right but um, she used to call me Piro, Piro. Right. And I'm like, no, no, my name is Peter. Okay. <laughs> Either call me Pietro, all right, or mm -hmm. call me Peter, right? Mm -hmm. But we used to joke and say we're in America. It, actually, we'd get together. Uh, there'd be like 70 family members, okay? We used to have these big, huge tables. Like, you know how you had the kids' table at most houses, right? Yes. We would have the kids' room, you know? Right. Pull different, the card tables out. Oh, my right? goodness. And the, 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 right. We'd have all these people. And my grandfather, he'd make it mandatory. Everybody got together on Sunday, right? Uh -huh. We'd have, you know, multiple course meal, right? Mm -hmm. We'd have antipasto salad, right? Yeah. We'd have what? <laughs> no, I Why hear you. Why are you laughing? Uh, no, I hear you. We'd have antipasto salad, right? Yeah. Antipasto, right? Yeah. Then we'd have our macaroni, right? Macaroni is what we called it, right? Mm -hmm. We call it pasta, okay? We called it macaroni. And the macaroni was the pasta, right? We'd have different versions. Sometimes it'd be rigatoni. Sometimes it'd be, you know, mastacholi or zitas, right? Mm. Zitis, right? Yeah. With great sauce that had been basically started the night before. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then you'd have your meatballs and your sausages that came out of the sauce, you know, with that. Right. Uh, and then those plates would be cleared. And then we You're would make making have, my mouth water. It sounds then, so good. Then we have uh, the meat, which is, the, you know, whether it be steak on the barbecue or whatever, mm -hmm. lamb, whatever it is. We'd have our meat dish, right? Mm -hmm. And then we'd have dessert. So multiple courses all throughout the day. We'd have a feast every single Sunday. Mm -hmm. And my grandfather made it mandatory or in the United States of America, stop speaking Italian. You speak English, right? And we would pick on each other on the various dialects and variations of English, right? For mm -hmm. many, many years. So now what I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to play this again. Right. Listen to, listen to what he says. Belief trip, for example, since okay. you started there. Just listen. That was a birthday gift. Okay. Uh, who? The, listen to me. If you don't want to be picked on, all right, but I, I'm going to get called a racist, okay? We don't call it birthday. Birth. 
Okay. Why do they have to hijack? These are very well-educated people. Sure. These are people of influence and power in the halls of government. So I'm not picking on them for being anything less than what we should all want to be, right? But what does he do when he gets there? Birth. It's my birthday. It's not freaking birthday. Speak English, dude. Why do they have to get up there and start speaking? They got to bring their culture. And my daddy, my daddy did this. You don't understand the life of a black woman. And she's blacking the freaking testimony up. Mm-hmm. Using her ebonics and crap right in the face of America. And you could just tell her. She's like, I'm going to speak inclusively. And they're just leftist. Right. Just just their cultural Marxist spewage mm. mixed in with freaking birthdays. OK. And Ebonics. And I believe that that is the sign of racism. It is. Mm. They're racist. A lot of people These are, are racist people. A lot of people are commenting about huh. the the uh, the language that she used. When she was on the stand. Discuss, she's a district attorney, mm-hmm. very highly educated, but she chose to throw her freaking abonics in there, right? Because mm-hmm. she's trying to get the popular. She black. literally used language from, you know, I mean, but. and that's, Do you understand I, what I'm talking about? She's pandering for black votes. You know that, right? Yeah, because it's because it is fake. It's, it's fake? like it's like Hillary Clinton talking ebonics. Trying to pander for black votes. No different. So well, don't call me. Barack Obama did it all the time. Yeah. So did Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris does it all the time. Joe Biden. A is. lot of a lot of people, a lot of black people do that. They're it, pandering it, that and whole white thing, people. The whole thing yesterday was all about like you can you imagine the white people that were at the podium at the other side if they said something wrong or inappropriate and picked on the black person that was speaking mm-hmm. ebonics? Like if I were an attorney, you know what I'd say? Birthday. Can you please could you spell that out for our court reporter, please? Could you just uh, how's that spelled? B I R F. If an right? attorney did can you imagine that, if an attorney did that, yeah, if an attorney did that, they would be skewered Birth, in the press. A birthday. Okay? I mean, you can say it because you're independent. This you guy talks like it, he's so. freaking Anton from this old box. And here's my point: he's not. So that's why I make this comment. I mean, this guy's talking about yep. a birthday gift for his, uh, you know, going to Belize. Deb. That's what she bought him. Remember, this whole time he's married. He's a married man Deb. and he's hiding this affair from his wife. But Deb, she, but the, she went this. to Belize with his, it was either his sister or his mother that she took on this trip too. And she paid for the whole thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, people are asking, where did you get the money? Where'd you get the money for all of this to pay him back? This guy's got a, he's got a business credit card, right? So, that business credit card is, I'm assuming, on on the on the Great state. News about so he's charging. I mean, and they're saying, oh, she did nothing wrong. She's a very strong woman. I I honestly don't see her um, being uh, the way the judge was acting. Like the judge, the judge was just interested in what was happening in his own courtroom. He was disinterested. I don't see her being punished or him being punished whatsoever. 
A ruling is expected in the New York civil fraud trial. Now, CNN is just 24-7 bashing mm-hmm. Trump. And, yeah. and you know what? Uh, the Democrats get that free uh, advertising. Well, we know he's going to be found mm-hmm. guilty. Uh, he's going to be found guilty and he will appeal it. But here's the thing. This is criminal. Yeah. So this is different. It's not. It's the Stormy Daniels thing. This isn't the criminal thing? No. No. The fraud, criminal listen, fraud. Listen to this. I want to hear Mr. Sure? Mr. Uh, I, here's Anton from this old box pandering for the black American vote. Here he is. It is. Let's take the Belize trip, for example, since you started there. That was a birthday gift to me. So I paid nothing for that trip. Zero. Okay. So the, the charges that are on your card, she gave you cash for? She did. Okay. So all of the charges... Excuse me, I don't know if the witness has finished answering the question. Oh, did you have more? I did. Okay. Um, I, I wanted to get into the, the charges on the, the car because so traveling with her um, is, is, a, is a task. You can probably imagine the attention that, that happens. They, they love that. They're so important. You know mm-hmm. why? Because she thinks she's freaking Beyonce and needs security. You know, it's that level. Yeah. Of, it's a task because she's famous, right? Mm-hmm. Well, how about if she shuts her freaking cake hole up and gets away from the camera? Well, Is here's what's crazy about it. She admits mm-hmm. that she pays big money for security. Big. From the very people mm-hmm. that vote for her. Yeah. But they'll go right out and vote for her again. Yeah, it's she, insane. She prosecutes gang crime. Did you know that that's where yeah. all the threats come from? Oh, I believe it. Yeah, she prosecutes sure. gang crimes. She gets all kinds of threats. and Yeah, but how much of that has she been doing lately? Huh? How much of that has she been doing lately? Not no, much. That n- People are complaining it. about it, too. None of it. Yep. So, for safety reasons, um, she would limit her transactions. Um, I mean... Imagine trying to walk through an airport or sit at a restaurant or do anything. Um, so th- there was no, there's no attempt to con- conceal. It's a credit card. Everything is here. So. And, and that's not what I asked. Okay. Um, what I asked was the charges for Belize in March 2023 on that credit card. Those are things you purchased to go with Miss Wa- with Miss Willis. She believes those are, those are things that we booked with my card. Okay. So, uh, mm. the financial mismanagement. Okay. So this is what happens. Let's say, uh, let me translate what happened yesterday. Okay. Uh, let's say you go to Skid Row in downtown Los Angeles and uh-huh. you find some freaking crackhead drinking mad dog 2020 in the street Yeah. and you lift them up. Okay. You get them uh, a new suit, get them a shower. You hand them a credit card and then you go have them run the government. That's what these freaking people are doing. Mm. Okay. They're, they're literally uh, as if, you know, I mean, they rise to power and they did rightfully, they got educated, all that stuff. They ran for elections and, sure. you know, they, they did that rightfully so. But here's the bottom line. Okay. Is that they run it when they get there as if there's some crackhead Mad Dog 2020 drinker in the streets that was just handed a freaking credit card. Meaning they don't have to do that. They can actually, uh, in a meritocracy, okay, they can do pretty well for themselves with their education, speak 
effing English, please. Mm-hmm. All right. Don't be disrespectful to the American public by saying, I rose to power and now I'm going to put, really? Okay, so now I'm, I'm the freaking, so now I need to pay for your freaking grudge about slavery. Okay? I got to pay for that now? You're going to go take over the DA's office and you're going to come after my freaking president because you're freaking, you've been brainwashed to believe because God forbid if you became a Frederick Douglass and say, screw your slavery. I'm going to go mm-hmm. off and become a multimillionaire. Mm-hmm. And as an individual, I'm breaking away from the plantation. God forbid if that message were to get out, we got to keep you down, okay, by having you surrender to the collective and keep you all freaking griping about the victimhood of being the black slave for 400 freaking years because you got to keep everybody together and on the plantation. You can't uh-huh. have a Frederick Douglass breaking away and rising up on the merits of, of his individual soul and American freaking persistence. You can't do that. You know what it's called, ladies and gentlemen? It's called the post-Civil War abolitionist movement, right? And, and, and it is something way above and beyond. See, the progressivism and the leftism and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, it's something much, much worse. Okay. Uh, the, the, the entity that these freaking black communist Maoist, right. Uh, come from is an entity that knows that the only way that they're going to be able to advance their level of Maoism is through conflict is through conflict. They divide their oppositional. They get on the stand from every single interaction whether it be with an attorney, the white attorney, the white racist uh, uh, presidential right attorney, that conflict right there is the only way that they can synthesize the result they need, which is Maoism right. is through conflict. Uh-huh. And and the, what yeah. was displayed yesterday is beyond disgusting, pandering for votes on full display, just going on the microphone saying, yeah, you know what? I didn't want to run for office. She says she, in a freaking ebonics freaking dialect, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, I had it easy. You know, I was a judge. And she freaking turns to the judge and says that. I'm like, how disrespectful is that? How about if you pretend like you got a really hard job and requires a lot of thoughtfulness and you're emotionally exhausted after deliberating, you know, uh, the testimony of both the prosecution and defense is the most exhausting, but, you know, gratifying job. She didn't say that. She Uh said, I didn't have to run for office. I had my job easy. I was a judge. Or she was she was running for judge or something. She was a judge. Was she a judge? Two days out of the week. She said it's the easiest job I ever had. Why did I want to become? A politician. And I got paid $100,000. I was making over $200,000 a year and I got cash. Hey, listen, ding-a-ling, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, guess what? That same attitude that you have about a hiding your, um, your money laundering, all right, mm-hmm. it's the same way that your typical Chicago freaking gangster hides how he got his gun, all right? right. Unregistered because he's a felon. It's yeah. the same exact attitude that the best way to hide your misdeeds is to talk, Oh, it's cash. We don't have any receipts. Oh, isn't that miraculous how that works? You go cash. Huh? You're speaking like a freaking street thug now. Well, we get back to the judge. Mm. Why 
did this judge allow her to carry on that way? Why? Because he's a white guy. You would never see that. He's a white guy. Maoism comes in a a Trojan horse. Okay. And it was wrapped. It was painted black Mm -hmm. American. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's how they sneak that stuff. Because you can't criticize the Muslim for being a global Islamic terrorist because you'll be called mm-hmm. Islamophobic. You can't criticize the street thuggery of these people that are pandering for votes on national TV because right. you'll be called racist. You can't talk about their ebonics because did, you'll be called racist. Why didn't the uh, why didn't the attorneys appeal to the judge and say? This is obviously a hostile up, witness. You're picking on a black person. That's why. They got their Trojan horse. They have to advance through their conflict. Mm-hmm. This post-Civil War abolitionist style takedown of the United States of America. They were at the White House. They were having discussions with the White House at the highest levels about what they know about how to go get President Trump. Right? Mm-hmm. How to take him down. I'm I'm getting sick and tired of it. Yeah, I mean, somebody just brought it up again. What about, and I think that's Mags, Mags 11. Um, What about when she said, I had a bunch of money from my campaign and I I kept cash from it. She turned it into cash and put it in her house. I mean... Why isn't, I mean, why aren't they saying something about that on mainstream media this morning instead of just lifting this woman up or wrapping her up and and protecting her? Mm-hmm. You know, what she did yesterday was horrible. And if she had done that in front of a jury, they would have found her guilty as sin. Guilty, right? But she had people, you know, she had people... Protecting her. The left is protecting her. They still are. And it's a bunch of white people protecting her. And and they're not going to look at her. They need her to stay on this case. They need both of they don't need him so much, but they need her. They put her they put her out in front of a camera and they let her go. Right. And they turned her into the iconic black woman, the iconic prosecutor, just like they did in New York, right? I mean, mm-hmm. this is what they do. And and she she got on the air and made a total buffoon out of herself. She really did. She did. But you know what? Here, let's uh, let's speak in uh, in positive terms, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, they the, the left side of the spectrum. All right. Because I'm sure she's all about, you know, it's okay. You you send the black American woman down to the Planned Parenthood, you know, mm-hmm, to deal mm-hmm. with the promiscuity that exists from the moral degradation in the inner city, mm-hmm. right? Um, she's okay with that. These people are immoral. They're disgusting. And they claim, and she says, I prayed about it. I prayed. Pray. You didn't pray about nothing, Okay. You're, you were with a married man, okay? If you're praying on one side and then banging a married man, uh, Jesus knows. Sure. He does. So don't, don't, don't try well, to don't use. don't forget what she did ahead of this. Try to use your little trickery of, I prayed about it. When it right? came out. You didn't pray about nothing. When the news came out, what'd she do? 
She went to church with the cameras rolling. Yes, of course. And and mm -hmm. and and said, you know, black women are expected to be perfect, and mm -hmm. we've got to do this, and we got to act a certain way. And I'm a human being. She she was trying to get ahead of it. Then she was trying to get ahead of what was coming. But you know, I mean, everybody's going to say, well, what about Donald Trump? He had affairs on his wife. He had affairs. He had affairs, right? But Donald Trump isn't trying to prosecute the president of the United States. <laughs> He's the one she's trying to prosecute, right? Uh, talking about how evil and terrible and awful he is. You know, we're pointing out the, hypocr the hypocrisy of it, Pete, right? Isn't it just a little hypocritical for them to be carrying on about it's okay for Fonnie Willis to have an affair, but not Donald Trump, <laughs> you know? And pay Lucky. cash. A lot of people are asking, hey, oh, what is she doing? Is she paying this guy for sex in cash? And can you know why they pay in cash, Pete? Because it's hard to trace. Uh, that That's why. And, and, and it's even harder to get testimony out of people. Yeah. You know, as to what you uh, what you did uh, with the money. Right. But her saying that part of that money is from her campaign mm. funds. Yeah. And, you know, where she's getting the money. Right. I mean, once uh, it's her money. On. Listen to this. Hunter Biden charges that could be embarrassing. For Listen. Special counsel David Weiss charged Alexander Smirnoff for lying about the you hear this involvement right here? in uh, We're, we're going to continue on. This is important breaking news. Creating false records. The indictment says the story Smirnoff told the FBI was, quote, a fabrication, an amalgam of otherwise unremarkable business dealings. Seen at Senior Crime Adjuster reporter Caitlin Polance with us now. This is something. It really is. So this is a longtime informant of the Listen FBI, a man named Alexander Smirnov, and he is being charged with making false statements to the FBI about Joe Biden, things that he was telling them that would have been damaging about Joe Biden if they were true. And they were things that we've heard before in the ether, in the political conversation, these accusations that he was sharing with the FBI that he was saying he was in touch with Burisma, the Ukrainian energy company where Hunter Biden had a role, mm -hmm. and that they wanted to hire him so that Hunter Biden could influence his father while his father was the vice president, and that he wanted to pay them millions of dollars to Joe and Hunter Biden. Guess what? That wasn't true because his contacts with the Ukrainian energy company Burisma, Smirnov wasn't in contact with them until after Joe Biden leaves the vice presidency at a time where he didn't have this sort of role. So the indictment from special counsel David Weiss, who's also investigating. Who's the guy who charged Hunter yes, Biden? Yes, in two different courts right now. He is writing in the indictment. In short, the defendant, Alexander Smirnov, transformed his routine and unextraordinary business contacts with Burisma in 2017 and later into bribery allegations against Joe Biden, the presumptive nominee of one of the two major political parties for president, after expressing bias against Joe Biden and his candidacy. Remember, too, the House Republicans have been trying to impeach Joe Biden over his business contacts, his ties, payments he received. The Oversight Committee chair said, this doesn't fully depend on this guy. We're looking at bank records, too. But they just haven't been able to get evidence together and this evidence that this guy was giving to the FBI certainly does not exist. No, and again, the oversight chair, James Comer says, oh, we weren't depending on just this, but they were 
using this. This was something that they kept on referring to. That's right. And they were talking about this man, Smirnov, being credible. He had a long history with the FBI speaking to them as an informant dating back, uh, you know, 10 years. Okay. Mm. Now, why, why is that important? Okay. Why is mm -hmm. that important? It's very important. Because, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the top source as to the, remember, the FBI, you know, 1032 report. Mm -hmm. that, that he had information about Joe Biden and Burisma. And that was very credible and caused an investigation of all the other things, which they have plenty of evidence of. Then they try to do their best to cover it all up. Right. But what did they do in one felt swoop? After the impeachment hearing, they took out that witness. And I'm going to tell everybody right now yeah. that you do not have one shred of information, not one morsel of any information as to what he lied about and whether or not he lied. Mm -hmm. You don't. Right. You it's don't an accusation. Have... I was accused of recruiting gunmen. Mm -hmm. I was accused of broadcasting for the purposes of recruiting gunmen. And I was indicted and faced four life sentences. That same exact DOJ, all right, is in place right now, taking out people, okay? They've got people on the gulag. They've got, are these pre people credible in any way, shape, or form to cover up the corruption of Joe Biden and his money laundering in the Ukraine? And his involvement in the, in the overthrow of Ukraine and having his son on the Burisma board without any experience uh -huh. whatsoever in the, in the, uh, in the uh, energy sector. But hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars flowing through his son. We have evidence. This is not conspiracy theory. Right. To a crackhead. We have messages that we've seen that he was frustrated that he has to give all of his money to his dad because his dad was using him as a money laundering slave. Mm -hmm. Okay. He was the front man. 10% to, to the big, to the big guy. Yeah. No, I mean, the, you cannot believe How anything that's it? going on, but, but here they are controlling the narrative. These communists, every single one of them must be, and I mean, every single one of them, including all of their supporters as well. If you're enabling the lawlessness that exists on the other side of the political spectrum is what I'm mm -hmm. referring to. There right. is a lawlessness. Mm -hmm. All right. Like if I went online today and I started advocating for, you know, um, uh, armed robbery, you know, just go in, kill people, steal money and run down the street. Mm -hmm. What if I started advocating for that? I didn't rob a bank. I didn't shoot anybody. But what if I start advocating for that online what would they do to me oh my gosh what what would they do yeah you would be uh rolled up and yeah i'd be rolled up wouldn't i thrown under the prison what's yeah. the difference that these people okay when they see joe biden getting away with all this stuff six hundred thousand ukrainians have died as a result of his precursor to the war that's currently going on mm -hmm. he set the stage for that He's the one that caused this whole thing, right? Mm -hmm. He's literally caused deaths of hundreds of thousands of people right. himself, right? Mm -hmm. And they're advocating for him. <laughs> they're, they're thinking, oh, we can vote for him. Vote for him. That guy needs to be arrested. 
He needs to be around. I'm not, we're not talking about voting. You think I need to vote my way out of who Joe Biden is? Okay. Mm. We can't even get a special counsel, right? With a, essentially the equivalent of a badge and a gun. Okay. We can't even get somebody with a badge and a gun in this country that is in charge of the law to not put on paper. He broke the law, but we're not going to press it. Right. They literally have taken the reins of power and they have absolute anarchy and lawlessness on the other side of the political spectrum. And I'm expected to not say anything inappropriate. I'm not expected to do anything inappropriate. I'm not, I gotta, I gotta cross my T's, dot my I's, point in the right direction. Don't say anything inappropriate because they will destroy me. Well, I'll tell you what, right here and freaking now, we are coming for you. We are coming for these freaking communists and all of the, their, their enablers, mm -hmm. all of them. You mm -hmm. advocate for armed robbery and murder and death and destruction and that entire regime. You do that. You are just as complicit as the actual perpetrator. I'm going to say that you're involved in a conspiracy. And if your actions help to further the conspiracy, whether or not you knew that you were involved in a conspiracy, Per the DOJ standard, you are guilty of conspiracy if your actions contributed to the advancement of the conspiracy. If your advocacy for this lawlessness helps them, right? They've got popular support on their side of the political spectrum. Mm -hmm. If you're advocating for the lawlessness that's going on over there, you are a conspirator. Mm. You will be arrested. You'll be tried for a conspiracy and the appropriate penalty assessed. But tell that to the judge. Tell that to the judge. Look who these people are, Deb Jordan. Okay. Yeah. And this isn't a black or white thing. This is a moral degradation to the highest order. But thankfully, we have people that it doesn't matter what their color are. It, it matters what they do, right or wrong. When you have Planned Parenthood people out in front of an inner city school and they're handing out pamphlets, does it matter what color you are as to how you handle that? I'm going to ask people in our chat room right now. If you were the principal of a school and young children were giving marketing material from a profitable Planned Parenthood that makes billions of dollars killing babies. We're talking about 12, principal. 13, 14, 15. 12, 13, 14. What would you do regardless of your race, creed, and color? What would you do? Answer the question. What would be the most appropriate thing to do? And obviously you're biased because you're Christian conservatives tuned into the show, right? But uh, non-Christians should be saying the same thing. It doesn't matter if you're a Christian or not. Children being subjected to the murdering of babies at a young age, the marketing materials, right? What do you do if you're the principal? What do you do? And it just doesn't matter if you're black or white. Does it matter? What do you do? Karen, what do you do? Hmm. Matter? Why, why is there buzzing right now? It went away. Huh? It, it only lasts the first are, second. Are you serious? What do you do? Well, you... Karen, what do you do? Mm. Hold on. Matter? 
Why, why is there buzzing right now? It went away. Huh? It, it only lasts the first right. second. Are you serious? What do you do? Well, you... Karen, what do you do? What is that nasty, nasty, nasty noise going out over the stream? Does it really sound that way out on the stream? I haven't heard anybody complain about it. Unfreaking believable. Angie hasn't said anything. It just started when I mentioned it? Okay. Uh, oh, now people are saying it's, it's buzzing now. It's buzzing now. Yeah. Okay. All Only right. when you turn it up. All right. Guess what, uh, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, you guys, please don't try to figure it out. People are now going to start troubleshooting. It's a cord. It's a, you know, you too much ask? gain. And I know, I know. Sounds like a guitar. There you go. It does. Yeah. It actually, does. yeah, <laughs> it actually yeah. does. All right. So uh, everybody, listen, listen up. It was buzzing when Pete complained. There you go. <laughs> That's what started it. Breaking news. Yeah. We have breaking news. Nope. All kinds of breaking news. Willis will not retake the stand as a breaking news. Yeah. All right, here's how you handle not. it, by the way. She's a coward. Here's how you handle it, by the way. You ready? Here's how you handle it. Out in front of the school. Take no pants. Give me that. Give me that. They're allowed to take our information. I'm not talking to you. Don't talk to me. All right. They're allowed to take our information. Don't you say nothing. Don't you say nothing. We're allowed to give them information. You better not. I'm going to tell you what. You better not get not near one of these kids a pants. They kids. Give them one. Give them one. That's how you handle it. Right there. Mm -hmm. You step out there and you get out there. And does it matter what race, crude, or color, right? Like you're calling me a racist. Mm -hmm. You can't call out a bonics. You can't call out her this. You can't call out her that. You can't call her credit cardism. You can't call out her street thug. Or you can't do the you racist, 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 racist. What are they pushing? They're pushing the killing of babies, Planned Parenthood, mm -hmm. uh, moral degradation, just absolute disgusting filthery. And who's okay. pushing it? Who? A clammy white liberal chick yeah that's right on um, to kids and you can see i i hope you would play that again because yeah. i think people missed the beginning of it mm -hmm. um you could see yeah, the look on these kids on their face when watch they're being handed no, these. Give me that. Give me that. they're allowed to take our information i'm not talking to you don't talk to me all right um, they're allowed to take our information don't you say nothing don't you hand her nothing like Lisa Fithian standing out in front of the Supreme Court <laughs> uh, advocating for the Constitution. She's literally mm -hmm. an anti-American, anti-constitutional communist subverter who plotted the overthrow of the presidency of the United States right mm -hmm. before 2020. Lisa Fithian, communist. Well, the guy who yeah. it, the, 
the guy who uh, came on the screen first, he makes the young man hand him the pamphlet, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, give me that. You're not even going to look at that, right? Yeah. Uh, and he's like, and, don't and by, talk to me. And by the way, uh, yeah. you know, listen, it's a right or wrong thing. It's not a color thing. Okay. Because mm-hmm. you got you got white guys too, all right, that could easily go oppositional to uh, like I, I found out today, I mean, I mean, I'm coming right out and saying it. All right. You're mm-hmm. going to be hearing next week. I physically read the words on a website connected to a company. Right. And people that are with that company. And it said that they're all about diversity, equity and inclusion. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you something right now. I don't care who the frig you are. If you're let's say Donald Trump. Okay had a company and he's got on his website that he wants diversity, equity, and inclusion. I swear to you, I would come out publicly and say, I'm not voting for that guy. Mm-hmm. I would never, ever vote for president Trump. If he's running around with diversity and equity and inclusion on his freaking website. Well, you know what a psyop that is, right? I will not do it. From, um, I'm, I can promise you being from the South that my mm-hmm. great, great grandparents were probably very racist. And then they pass that on to their children um, and so on and so forth. Right. But as time goes on or was going on, uh, my parents weren't as racist as their parents. And and I wasn't anywhere near as racist as my parents were coming from the South. Right. And it was being diluted that racism that that racism is naturally diluted, right? We've made so much progress in, in the past 50 years, 60 years, as far as racism goes, that it's just unbelievable. And now they have to come up with this imaginary, uh, this imaginary systemic racism thing, right? Because you and I both know Pete that we would go, we can go into a Walmart, we can go into any store and people I'm talking 10 years ago, people weren't fighting in the aisles. They were not doing all of that. Right. Um, we felt just five years ago, uh, six years ago, we felt pretty safe to go downtown in Cincinnati and just, and, and be down in Cincinnati and walk around. And I mean, every, I didn't see any of this stuff that we're seeing today. It's all being manufactured. It, it is. All of this is. I'm like, you've got to be kidding. All of this stuff does Listen. nothing but set the set us back 50 years. Mm-mm. You know? Yeah. 50 years what? at least. Uh, I, and by the way, it's not just, uh, you know, black people uh, doing that. You know, uh, remember at the um, uh, at the podium after the uh, Joel, uh, Joel Olstein, mm-hmm. uh, shooting at his church. Yeah. Um, you know what they had to do? They had to properly script the narrative as to who the person was. Sure. And, 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 and this freaking cracker, uh, police chief PR guy mm-hmm. gets up to the podium and we're literally talking about a shooting. People died, correct? Yeah. People died. Absolutely. And they're worried about what to call it. Mm-hmm. There were, th- listen to this right here. Listen to this. Yeah. So she has utilized both male and female names, but through all of our investigation to this point, 
talking with individuals, interviews, documents, Houston Police Department reports. She has been identified this entire time as female, she, her, and so uh, we are identifying her as Genesee Moreno, Hispanic female. Hmm. There were two weapons. So okay. she has utilized both male. Right. Okay. And guess and male guess what? Uh, here's but, the deal. This is a criminal investigation of murders. Mm -hmm. And you're going to tell me, well, she's identified as, a, you know what? Does she have a penis or a vagina? What'd she have? Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Right. When the bodies are laying out on the floor, did you say, oh my goodness, it looks like a boy just died, you know, and they, they had their freaking clothes taken off. And it's a boy because he's got a penis. Do they say, well, we were going to tell you it's a boy, but they identified as a but Are you kidding me? The mm -hmm. person just freaking died. And you're to conduct an investigation. You want to go Can to the you podium believe the and pander first thing, to the... The first thing they did hmm. was investigate her friends and family and multiple interviews. This is what he says. And this all costs time and money. Hmm. Okay. All of it. Taxpayer dime. To find out what they needed to call her in the press release. Can you imagine? Her. Can you imagine? She. And, it, and, it's a, and it's a man named Jeffrey. Because they want to be sensitive. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, oh, now they're parading Naval, Navalny, okay? Out there with Kamala Harris. I'm not even joking right now. All right. Yeah. Navalny's wife, Putin, will be punished for what he has done. She's at the podium. Russian prison service, Putin critic, Alexei. This Navalny. is a huge Dead. story. That's a huge story. Yeah. Do you know why? It's not yeah. just because of Roseanne Boylan, but the, but the United States of America has its own political prisoners. Yeah. Listen, why do you think they're holding Julian Assange in jail? Why do you think they're doing that? Because the United States is threatening them not to release him because they want to extradite him to the United States of America. Okay. And Julian Assange has been in prison for a very, he's a political prisoner, period. That, I mean, he is. He's a political prisoner. Um, let's talk about the J6 prisoners. They've been fed rotten food um, in uh, roach infested, rat infested, cages they've put them in we have cancer patients that are not mm. getting the treat the chemo treatment that they need hey, that's happening in the united states of america right hey i have some we're gonna well be very careful oh I, i'm gonna be extremely careful what do you think a freebie? Uh, huh? Well, that's what I'm hoping not. Yes. Yeah. I would never do that. Oh, God forbid if you need the police. Huh? Can you imagine? Hmm? Yeah, and, and that's another thing. What about guns? Um, what about Lira, right? Is it Gonzeo? Gonzeo Lira? The Ukraine the the ones the Ukrainians killed? The American journalist, right? I mean, what is happening in our country all of a sudden? Uh, I think Craig on on Market Ultra 
when you were talking to him said it best. They had to have this. They needed this. They needed uh, something to make Putin look like the bad guy again. He's got his political prisoners. We have our political prisoners. There's political prisoners being held all around the world. There is. And the United States is is as guilty as any other country. I mean, look what they're doing here, right? You get you, you get spied. Your bank account gets this is a gets on. frozen. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. And it's all politically motivated. Oh my god, that's annoying. Can you Hello, Cisco Unity Connection Messaging System. From a touch tone telephone, you may dial an extension at any time. A freaking watch commander. I did not recognize that as a valid entry. The watch commander for the U.S. Capitol Police. Okay, rolls to voicemail. Mm-hmm. Well, they probably have your number. No. You don't think so? No, no, it would be blocked. I'd say it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd say it is. Yeah, I'd say it is. Mm. So. I mean, what we're seeing here happening in the United States of America a long time ago, Pete, we gave up the right to point the finger at any other country uh, about the way they treat their people and political prisoners and such. We just gave that up. 911, where's your emergency? Uh, 911, are you serious? I dialed... uh, 911, where's your emergency? I dialed 202-225. Uh... Hello? Hello. Oh, nice. That's weird. You better be careful. emergency. I was serious. I was dialing a telephone number. Uh, this is the U.S. House of Representatives, right? Hello? 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 Wow, they couldn't hear me. Hmm? Well, what they're doing is they're forwarding your number. They're forwarding that call to 911. This happened Uh before. Yeah. Remember? It happened before. I wouldn't call that again. Huh? I wouldn't call that again if I were you. Excuse me. Say hi. Yeah. So it happened. This happened once before, uh, I think last year sometime when you were calling and they kept forwarding to 911. And you're like, man, I am so remember. And the lady was really, excuse me, <clears throat> the lady was really nice to you. Right. And, you, and you're like, I don't know how I got into how I got you guys. How did I get you guys? Remember? So. That's what they have your number. You're on autopilot now. <laughs> That's hilarious. But but yeah, you guys, I mean, this is what our country's come down to. I mean, we're we're no better than any other country. We're no better than Russia. And I think a lot of people are seeing it. Um, there is nowhere to run. We were there was a family who moved to Russia because they were coming after them and now 
you know, their bank accounts have been frozen over in Russia. <laughs> Russia's coming after them now. So, oh my God. Oh yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what you're doing here, but. I, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm uh, just taking care of business here. I'm trying to call the freaking white house. Yeah. Uh, no, they, they're really, I understand they get really outraged when, when people get killed, you know, by, mm -hmm. by Vladimir Putin. We don't know how he died, but since you're in the outrage mode, can I suggest, I mean, I have a video of like one of your own people shooting Ashley Babbitt, you know, mm. I mean, what, that shouldn't stand either. You shot an American. Why are, why are you, you got the full force of the government running uh, out there in Russia, get jumping in the pony. I'm freaking cum dumpster. Kamala Harris is all excited about Dovotny, right? Mm. Dovotny, mm -hmm. Putin will not, this will not stand. Hey, you shot and killed Ashley Babbitt. Where were you at the podium then? Mm -hmm. What 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 happened then? Huh? Yeah. That was a political freaking assassination. So I don't what know too much that? about this guy. I mean, he mm -hmm. um, he's not... He's not an American journalist, is he? No, he's an oligarch. Yeah. He's literally an oligarch. All right, check this out. And uh, we have is, a, uh, have they said anything about I, the, um, the American journalist that's being held over there? Anybody, no, of anybody not. other than Tucker Carlson? Mm -mm -mm. No. Said anything? Mm -mm. Got the Washington, No. I guess it's the Washington Post guy or Washington Times. No. Yes. All right. Check this out. Here's mm -hmm. a Joe Biden voter. You want to see him? New York Times. Here's a Joe Biden voter. First of all, I want you to know something. It's not that, you know, um, I, I want people that are in this state of affairs. Okay. Uh, uh, first of all, mental health issues. If you're living in an inner city, you're dealing with mental health issues. If you're uh, on social media, you're dealing with health, mental health issues. If you're part of the whole climate change freaking trans star agenda you're you've got mental health issues right mm -hmm. I, I want you to break away from the plantation known as the democrat party and the extreme marxism so i'm not picking on the black guy but this is what they produce is this right here and and then they 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 they, they can't break away from god forbid if they were to lose the black vote, next thing you know, Joe Biden does freaking Popeye's commercials, right? That's, uh -huh. that's his response to it, you know? If he's concerned about the black vote, he'll start burning freaking buildings down and put up a Black Lives Matter website with George Soros and Hillary Clinton and suck the lifeblood out of the black community because it says Black Lives Matter, right? It's all a CIA coup of the mind of every American, of every race, green, and color. Break away from that plantation, you dumb freaking house Negro. Okay? That's what you are. You're a house Negro. Or you're an American. One or the other. What are you going to be? You're going to be a house Negro and a freaking modern-day slave. Seriously. You think you're, you're able to run around, right? You're not. You're literally, you can walk up and down the street. You're still captive slave to the freaking white man. I suggest you break away from that in a Frederick Douglass fashion as an individual. Break away from the collective, you freaking slaves. Because guess what? They, uh, this is what it produces. This is the inner city voter. Here he is. All right. What can we do to help you, Edward? 
Hey, this is talk. We're just talking, man. We're just talking. Please put the machete down. Edwin, put the machete down. Put the machete down. Let's, hey, put the machete down, Edwin. Put the machete down. You're hurting her. Put the machete down. No one has to be hurt here. No one has to get hurt. Put the machete down. What seems to be the problem? What seems to be the problem? There's no, hey, listen, don't get hyped up. Calm down. Calm down. Relax. 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 There you go. Just relax, man. Relax. It's all good. Just relax. We're going to get this worked out. Everything's going to be just fine. Just relax. Okay, let her go. And just, we'll talk about just, 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 just relax. Come on, let her go. Hey, let her go. Okay, let her go. I want her to pull her back. Look, it's, you need calm to let her down. go, okay? Calm down. Let her go. I said about to go. No, no, calm down. Hey, Edwin, stop. Stop, stop, stop. So, so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say this. Okay. Uh, if you, um, to all members of the, the black American, uh, be yourselves. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, all I ask is if you become a district attorney and you're going to go on national TV, all that education to clean up your freaking Ebonics. All right. D just do that, please. Uh, or, or, or don't say that you want to be treated like everybody else. If you're going to be acting like a small group of freaking illiterates, like Fonnie Willis did. If you want to assimilate and become an American, speak American, speak English, speak like you're, you were educated. Stop clinging to your freaking your, your, whatever it is that you're doing for the purposes of doing what pandering for votes. Stop doing that. Break away from the plantation folks. You know, the, the whole, uh, uh, really even dumbed down to believe that by voting Democrat, that that's good for black American communities. And it's simply a lie. It's a lie. I've spoken to in a prison that has the majority uh, of black Americans. I've spoken to those individuals and built relationships with uh, brotherhoods with individuals that were going to prison for a long time. And I'm like, man, how the heck did you get like, you're a nice guy, dude. What, how can you get wrapped up into that crap? And you know what they told me time and time again, a lot of people told me this. And one guy, the first time when I heard, I was just sobering moment. Uh -huh. And he said, you know, Santilli, uh, I'm not a nice guy on the outside. And this is actually probably one of the better things for me because when I'm on drugs, I do really bad things and I'm not a nice guy. If you knew me on the outside, I wouldn't be talking to you. The drugs that have been intentionally pumped into the inner city by a bunch of white guys working at the CIA 
Ask Freeway Ricky Ross, who supplied him all the drugs to pump into Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Okay, Specifically because you've been dumbed down in the education system. Uh, you've been set up for slaughter at the local uh, Farmer John's slaughterhouse known as Parent Planned Parenthood because you're such a drain on society. Break away and, and be yourself. I want to know about your culture and keep your culture intact. I'm not saying you need to become like an Italian, you know, mm. like mm -hmm. remember Pearl and her family? Mm -hmm. They were black Americans. I used to go over to their house and eat soul food. And guess what they did? They loved it. When we did once a month, we did Italian night across the street. They invite all our family members over. Right. They loved Italian food. and We loved soul food. Right. They were black. We were Italian and it was cool. We coexisted. Right. Mm -hmm. We learned about each other. Be yourself. But who were we both beholden to in that scenario? Certainly not the Democrats. These were hardcore American, right? America. They were hardcore Americans. I'm going to say that. It, it, they knew that the Democrats destroyed Inglewood, California. The Democrats did. To the point yeah. where it was so unsafe that they had to leave, evacuate. I'm saying do the same thing as Pearl and her family did evacuate the Democrat freaking inner city. Evacuate. Get out of there. You're not going to get anything. You keep voting for the same thing over and over again. You get more dead babies, more dumbed down kids, and more prisoners. That's what you get. That's what you get. And I say this so affectionately. I do say this affectionately with tremendous love. Uh, There's going to be one unifying force that's going to bring us together. And, and and don't call me a racist, okay? And I'm not I'm not here to pander to blacks either. I'm saying be yourself. Uh, but we can unify. Uh, how do you think we're going to unify? What do you think is the number one most unifying force on planet Earth, Deb? That would be Jesus and your relationship with God, really. say this right now uh this evil that is upon us this evil evil that is upon us to destroy everything that god has created a man or a woman a boy or a girl mm -hmm. his genetic creation and you wanting to co-op it you filthy disgusting transgender people 
Right. So this was the answer. You. What you guys just watched was mm-hmm. the answer to the Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. That uh, he gets us. This he gets us campaign has yeah. run for two years, two or three years now straight. Yeah. And they actually played this song and mm-hmm. images of Jesus. Here it is. You want, watch, you want me to yeah. play it? I'm going to play it right now. And people were like, that's, whoa, that's, that's, the that's not even who Jesus but, but was. I, I, I say, uh, ladies and gentlemen, all, he gets us. He created us mm-hmm. and stopped trying to co-opt what he's created. Stop it. Stop with your, your homosexuality as a societal push. You're doing that. I mean, Mm-hmm. Individuals are going to do things. Shoot, I've made mistakes myself as an individual, you know. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if I had the power, the full force of the government, the media, and everything, and every single mistake and every single psychological deformity that I had, that mm-hmm. I just told everybody in society that I rob banks. Everyone must accept bank robbers. You know, like, uh, that's, this is how crazy it is. Like, you shouldn't be robbing banks. Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness, you're racist. You know, I mean, you're telling everybody I, that they need to accept bank robberies. How about if we do this? How about if we say, you got a freaking problem. Stop robbing banks. It's not right. I mean, I'm using a silly analogy. No, 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 you're not. Like, I have a sexual problem. I was molested as a child. I would love to interview 100 homosexuals and find out how many of the 100 homosexuals how many of them had a problem earlier on in life that caused them to become a homosexual? That maybe they were shunned in society, like they, they were ugly and they couldn't get along with boys. And next thing you know, they had an encounter and Uncle Joe started diddling them in the background when they were younger. And then they started flourishing as a sexual deviant homosexual, right? That is a psychological problem that is deeply rooted in our history and our past. And nobody ever talks about that. Nobody, not one of these people, they will literally line up an entire educational system, a medical system. They got hospitals wanting to swap out your penis for a vagina or anything like that. And never once. It's all about hear, the money for them. I, I, how much money is there in sitting down and saying, what caused you? To have psychologically, you were born, you're supposed to look at a woman and get a boner, right? Excuse my expression, kind of. But really, that's the natural reaction. You're supposed to look at a woman. Why are you not reacting naturally the way you were designed to do? Because God created you to procreate that you're attracted to a woman, that you come together and it's beautiful. And then through love, right? Mm -hmm. It's love plus the physical part as well, right? Because mm-hmm. wouldn't it be terrible if you had love and then my bottom part didn't work? Where would I be able to put it, right? There's a physical reaction that comes along with it, is my point. I love you very much. I want to have a baby with you, right? If I didn't have the physical side of it, then it'd be much more difficult for me to put my, you know, my round peg in your square hole. Mm. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. There's a physicality. Well, what happens at a younger age if that is broken to where I have some emotional issues and then it's affecting my physical issues, but that's okay. I can offset it by being with another man because my penis is broken. Mm -hmm. 
What? So let's find out about that. Let's, let's investigate that. Let's not tell all of society that I must accept that this person has a problem. So therefore everybody else can have a problem too. You keep telling everybody else, oh, you should be able to have gay pride. You know, a, a, a four or five-year-old is does not have the capacity to know whether or not they should show up to school on time. Okay? Good point. So what do we have to do? We have to tell them, you're going to get on the bus. You're going to wake up. You're going to have your teeth brushed. Oh, my goodness. You're not when I don't feel like going to school. Really? Well, guess what? I'm going to kick your ass, and you're going to school. Mm. Right? Oh, no. Guess what? Uh, now we got parents that say, well, Billy, he just didn't feel like going to school today. So we're not going to let him. We're going to let him be, right? Mm -hmm. And he's going to become a freaking gangster rapper and stay in his room and make freaking rap beats, okay? Because that's what he feels like doing at freaking seven. Really? How about this, folks? How about we focus instead of picking on the goof-tard freaking transgender that all of a sudden starts feeling like a whatever, right? But of course, a kid could feel anything at any given moment, and it's going to change tomorrow. Mm -hmm. How about we start criticizing and focusing on the parenting? What screwed you up so bad to where you can't even be a freaking parent, right? Like, you shouldn't even have a bird in a cage, because you can't even take care of that bird. Now you're taking care of humans, and my bird wants to fly out of this friggin' place. But I got to be the parent to that bird and take care of it, right? But uh -huh. it's feeling it wants to be free. Really, I bought. I paid a lot of money for that friggin' bird. He's going to stay in the cage. Well, and it would fly out in the middle of a blizzard if you left the door open, my and dog, it would die. My dog <laughs> wants to go get the squirrel across the street, mm -hmm. okay? And guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to be my dog's parent, okay? I understand that my dog wants to go get that squirrel, and he's very passionate about it. And that dog is so freaking crazed to do that, and what do I do? I say, well, he wants to go get him. What am I going to do? No, you're going to save its life. You're going to stop your child from running across the street out in the middle of freaking traffic to get rolled over. You need to be its parent. I'm putting the onus and the blame on the parent. Why is there no emphasis on training parents to be effing parents? Why not? Because that's the root of the problem. Because you know why this is what happened. Why are you such a screwed up parent? Oh, because uh, I didn't have any parents. Really? You, your parents weren't at home and you were doing really bad things? Is that correct? Is that true? That your parents didn't even freaking manage you at all? That's why you're a crappy freaking parent. And all of a sudden you start letting your five-year-old feel like they want to switch their freaking appendages. Well, you know what's wrong? What? Here's what's wrong, and which is exactly what's wrong with the Super Bowl commercial mm. uh, that, G, that he gets us put out can I, can or I Jesus play gets can us I go ahead it? and play it but, yep, it but I have to tell you what's wrong with children these days what you're talking about are parents who do not hold their children accountable they don't. and they do not ask them uh, they do not demand that these kids repent and ask for forgiveness when they do something wrong mm -hmm. right they don't humble them anymore and that's what's happening to children look at this commercial 
too. I'm going to speak very direct. You ready? Right. I'm not going to get emotional. I'm not going to yell. I'm yeah. not going to say anything inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And that's very difficult for me to do. So let me give, let me take a deep breath. It's very difficult mm-hmm. to do what I need to do. Speak very frankly. You ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the difference between them and us. Okay. And followers of Jesus and the godless. Okay is that in order to advance, they're really bad ideas. They have to lie to you and deceive you. And with us, at no point in time have I ever heard in a sermon at a church or in the scriptures or anything like that, that Jesus came out and said, you know, we could go out and tell them the truth. But you know, these humans are really dumb. Mm. So if we lie to them, they'll come to Jesus. Like they'll Uh come flocking to us. If we tell them that if they come to Jesus, they're going to be wealthy. They're going to have sex every single day and satisfy all their physical desires. Right. Um, That they won't be shot. Right. So they come to Jesus. They won't be shot. You're going to be free. If we tell them all those things, we're going to have a lot more people showing up at these meetings it's a small group of belligerents in the Roman Empire. They don't like these people getting together. It's a small group. We got to stop that, right? Mm-hmm. But guess what? They won't be able to stop. If we lie to a billion people, they will come in and we will totally outnumber them. And everyone will then come to Jesus by force, by deception, by all those lies and all those things. Jesus never taught that. Your messaging alone is one example of the deception of co-opting and using Jesus. That's running around dressed up as Jesus when, in fact, you're not presenting God. You're actually working as an undercover, covert operative for Lucifer, for Hmm. Satan. And you're dressed up as Jesus and you're pretending like you're all about God, but Satan is literally paying you to say all of those things. And the deception that you use is an exploitation that is beyond criminal. That the innocent mind of a human being, whether they be smart or it doesn't matter how smart or dumb they are, none of those things matter. They have a soul. And your deception to co-op them is awful. It's terrible. And it's Mm -hmm. going to be exposed. So when I say come to Jesus, right? Like I don't have to deceive you. You have free will. And as a matter of fact, you can choose not to. And the majority of you won't won't even do it. And guess what? I've had to come through a phase to learn to accept 
that the majority of you are going to be pushed into the pit and you're not going to make it and you're going to be given an opportunity, but it's all about the free will. That's why we're here. We're to learn our way through it because if we're to enter the kingdom of heaven, we can't have a bunch of people that were forced to go to the kingdom of heaven and forced to believe in, in God as the king of the universe, right? Mm. He can't have that. He needs to have a bunch of people out there that, man, I'm glad I'm here, right? Like, I had so much faith that I would be here. I didn't know what this place looked like, but I had it in my soul, and I believed in you. And and there's nothing that could ever take me away from that. And my goodness, my faith certainly paid off because this place is beautiful, and I love being here, and I'm glad I'm done with that place. And you have to go there freely. And we're all going to share that in common when we get to the kingdom. That eternal life. We're all going to share that. I mean, this is a, a, it's a guarantee, actually. It's guaranteed. But you can't be forced into doing it. Their side, they have to force you. They have to deceive you. They have to co-opt you. They have to get you away from everything that God teaches. The, the, the deception that is upon us is biblical right now. It is biblical. It is biblical. I mean, I, I'm literally wanting to go more and more to the scriptures. Really, I have, I have such a thirst right now for me to go to the scriptures mm -hmm. to see because it's like it's coming to life right now. I'm literally just seeing stuff that I had read before. I didn't understand the story at the time, you know, mm -hmm. and the story is becoming so much more important because it's the word of God. He foretold exactly what we would be experiencing yeah. right now. And that's the thirst that I'm talking about. And I'm not here to preach, you know, I'm here to find like-minded individuals that don't have to be convinced that, you know, that you don't have to be convinced that to, it's not an attack. It's not hate to say that God's creation shouldn't be co-opted as to a male or a female. I mean, it's simple. It's not hate. It's a very loving thing, right? Like if you don't feel like being a man, you know, and you've got problems as a man, you know, I mean, I'll love you just the same. I will. I'm not going to discriminate against you, but I'm not going to stop telling you that, my goodness, you were born a man. Like, what the hell caused you to want to be, be, be with another man? Why would you do that? You know, I've had these discussions with good friends. Mm -hmm. Did you know that? Yeah. Yep. And guess what? I didn't have that discussion prior because, like, what, what turned you into a fruitcake? And guess what I hear all the time from friends that I talk to? All of a sudden, they start opening up about how they were abused. You know that? Mm -hmm. They can't even function with a woman anymore because they were so abused and they're psychologically destroyed because somebody molested them when they were younger. But you don't find out about that until you ask the question. How many times have you heard this? Oh, many. From our homosexual friends. Mm -hmm. What many, causes many you? When God sends you here, right, mm -hmm. in your purest form, right, you are probably the smartest that you will ever be. I would say you're the smartest that you'll ever be on a relative scale. I mean, you're like brand new. You're like, wow, you're taking everything in. I would say as time goes by, you ignore most of that stuff. You know, your brain is firing and it's taking in everything. Whereas over time, 
you become dull and numb to your own surroundings. You're not as smart and aware as you should be. Your soul is, is definitely fresh and pure, right? Mm-hmm. So why would you want to take that as you were born, as a boy or a girl, as God sent us here from the, the two cells that came together? It's miraculous. We have one going on upstairs, right? A baby's about to show up here in, in three months. It's a, such a beautiful thing. That baby will be born. It's, it's not going to come out of the womb saying, well, I think I made a mistake. I feel like uh, maybe I got the wrong parts. No, they're not even going to say that. They accept their appendages. Did you notice that? Mm -hmm. When's the mm -hmm. first time you ever heard an infant say, oh, my goodness. Oh, look at this. Ah, I have a penis. I should have had a vagina. Has any baby ever expressed regret for what they were given when they were first born? No. Never, ever, ever. What changed? Um, something. Parents. Changed. Something. Their social surroundings. Something changed. Yeah. No baby has ever complained about what it was born with. Ever. I've never had a baby ever, ever, ever. Even, shoot, it takes them a while to even figure out what's going on down there. Right? Mm -hmm. No baby. And that's God's creation. Nobody's ever created, nobody's ever complained about what God created them to be ever. Yeah. Just study revelations. I, I want to study everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and rephrase that in the form of a, you know, this is what I do. I have a thirst for the knowledge that I can gain from revelation, you know, People say that they tell you just do this and just do that. And just, I say, just do what you want to do. I'm going to do what I want to do. Is that the truth, Deb? Isn't that the way I live? It the has always live? been the way you live. Always and forever. Yep. Yeah. Always yep. and forever. Mm -hmm. mm -mm -mm. My goodness. She wants to go chase squirrels, you know? Who does? She does. Oh, Gidge, I yeah. say now. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Yeah, we can't let her. She knows. She knows. We can't let her off the leash. She knows. <laughs> she knows who her parents are. Mm -hmm. She loves us so much. And she yeah. knows when I tell her, don't cross the street. She's like, whoop, uh, you know way better than I do because I want to run out in the middle of traffic. And I'm mm -hmm. going to go by that. That's what I ask everybody to do, that if your kid starts acting like a freaking squirrel chaser or a whatever, right? You stop them from doing that and be a parent. Mm -hmm. Let's start focusing on encourage, encouraging parents how to be parents. And the ones that are crappy parents, find out why they became crappy parents. I was very fortunate. And we're going to end on this note right here. And yeah, I got, the tip I gotta of go. her nose is pink. Somebody asked if her nose was pink. The tip of it is, uh, and then as it goes back, it gets darker brown. That's our girl, though. My goodness. McGee. You know, um, I was very fortunate, okay? Uh, I could have, um, I could have been not parented, right? Mm -hmm. Because my stepfather was a crappy dad. Terrible. Mm -hmm. He was awful, but guess what I had? What? What did I have? What? My grandfather. Mm-hmm. Right? 
Yeah. That was my fallback plan. So we need that. So if you have children and you're a grand, you're a grandparent, be a grandparent. Okay. Uh, I have discussions right now with our grandchildren, right? Who are getting ready to have babies, right? And I say, guess what? You're making mistakes yourself as an individual, as a human being. Do me a favor. You have the next generation coming. Why don't you clean up your freaking act so that the next generation doesn't learn to repeat your mistakes? Start practicing it, right? And I have that hard, cold conversation and we laugh about it. But it's so true. As long as it resonates over and over, they start practicing it. Let's, let's lift each other up. Let's be good parents. I don't need a government, okay, if I'm self-governing properly. I don't need an outsider to my household if I'm running a pretty good one. Do I? Do I need the government right now? No. How many times do I pick up no, the phone no, and call no. the government other than to complain? But how many times <laughs> do I call the government for assistance? Never. Ever. Not mm -hmm. once. Never once. I love you guys. I want you to stay in close contact with us. Close contact. I'm working 24-7. A lot of things have been happening. Next week, we bust this thing wide open. Um, for whatever reason, uh, you know, support has waned. Okay? That's not causing me to give up my day job. Because I literally could walk away from it right now. Okay? Uh, I'm not going to show up to work and beg. If you want to keep me around, you support us. Support us by supporting our sponsors, right? There's going to be many different ways to support us. And I'm going to stay in the game. And I hope you go. I'm going to go down with the sinking ship if I need to. There right? you go. We will. We won't be jumping ship, that's for sure. No, certainly oh. not. Yeah. All right. All right, you guys. Yeah. Have a great day. We'll see you at yeah. 4 o'clock. Don't, uh, don't forget, Rico, War Chest, thank you. Thank you, Rico. Bye, everybody. We'll see you guys um, this afternoon on LFA. 4 p.m. Eastern. 4 p.m. Eastern. I'm Alex Jones, and you're listening and watching The Pete Santilli Show.